0: It's another night at the Fireside Pub. Grab a seat, open a tab, and join us. Brad. Jacob. The early 2000s are back, folks. And let me tell you why. GTA 3 just came out. Everyone's playing Halo. And G4 is back.
1: It's a wild time.
0: I know. Can you believe it? We finally come back around to where our nostalgia is everyone else's.
1: Yeah, it's kind of wild, actually. I know, right? I mean... Although I was never part of the G4 club. Like, I never... I don't, There was,
0: like, a special time, I feel like, when G4 was, like, in its, like, little bubble, mm-hmm. where it was really good. And, like, it was funny. And it was, like, you know... when you, When the internet, like... Was still just kind of in its infancy, G4 really, like, hit. Shortly after the Big Bang, things, you know,
1: planets still forming.
0: Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there was, like, in the early 2000s, like, the internet was around, but it wasn't as, like, ubiquitous as it is now. We were still learning.
1: Right. It
0: it, it wasn't in our fucking pockets yet, is the thing. True. Now, I don't know how much of a lag G4 has to stand on, I'll be honest with you. Mainly just because it seems like they're going back to, even though they are like doing everything online and stuff too, it does seem like they're just going back to like their old like just regular television bullshit.
1: I mean, their greatest strength is their brand recognition. Everybody looks at it and goes, "Oh, G Four, I remember that." Oh, yeah. I remember having good times watching Cheat. Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna depend on whether or not they can move past that initial like nostalgia bump. I also just wonder if they have enough content right now to fill out their programming
0: lineup. They don't have cops anymore to rely on. It's true. You
1: know, I'm sure they'll find something.
0: Let's just go back down the list in the back order because we started at G4 and now let's just go on to Halo. Because it's all I've been thinking about lately.
1: It's so much fun.
0: How much more have you played since...
1: I think I have a grand total of like five and a half hours, which for me right now is a shit ton.
0: <laughs> yeah. Last night... I played from eleven to three thirty in the morning mm-hmm. with my friends. And I was like, my God, I haven't had this much fun with a video game and I don't even know. I mean a multiplayer game, obviously like there's been single player games that I've had a lot of fun with, but like a multiplayer, like multiplayer ass game.
1: A shooter no less.
0: A shooter no less. This is the most fun I've had with a with a game in a long time.
1: It's Really, really good. And somebody described it as if Halo 3 had been made today. And that, to me, feels almost right on the money. No, honestly, this is if Halo 1 was made today. My you guy. think?
0: There's no loadouts like there were in Halo 3.
1: I guess that's true, yeah.
0: It, this is like straight up old-ass Halo-ass Halo. Ass Halo. You gotta find Why the do weapons? I keep repeating everything like that and just putting ass in the middle? I just noticed I'd keep doing that.
1: I, I don't know. You're a true Bostonian.
0: Clearly. But this is like, you know, Halo 1 level of Halo, where it's like,
1: everyone starts with the same guns, pick up some shit, bitch. Yep. And what's funny is that, like, yeah. this is the only Halo since the first one that made the assault rifle feel awesome. Yeah. Like... They didn't get the pistol feel right. I like the
0: pistol. I've come around on the pistol. Mm-hmm. But no pistol ever feels good as the Halo 1 pistol. No, it's true. That, that pistol's in a league of its own. Exactly. But, man... God, this is such a good game. If the campaign's one-tenth as good as the multiplayer, then, like, we've got a we've got a good-ass Halo on our hands here. Yeah,
1: like, the the map designs are... I haven't had a map so far that I don't like. This map sucks. I've liked most of them. I don't
0: like that one that's, like, a little, like, street area where it's got, like,
1: storefronts and stuff like that. Oh, that one I don't like yeah. that
0: much because it's got a lot of spots for people to just hide and be little pricks about.
1: I think my biggest turn-off right now is that you can't pick your mode. Which sucks. You have to pick the size of the match yeah. you want, and just pray to God you get the thing that you want.
0: There's a there's a couple things that I think they definitely need to fix and updates. Picking the type of match you want that's something I think that actually Call of Duty has done really good the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. it's honestly it's another thing they stole from Titanfall, which is like you can just select the modes you want to.
1: Yeah, you can mix a match.
0: Yeah, you can be like, I want either just team deathmatch, kill Confirm, CTF, like stuff like that. That's the Call of Duty modes. You know, you could, uh, to equate it to Halo, be like, I just want Slayer and I want Capture the Flag. Fuck Oddball.
1: Dude, if I get another match for Oddball, I swear to God. Dude, Oddball matches are, like, not fun and they go on for way too long. I I don't mind it every now and again, but it's when I get three in a row that I'm like, you know
0: what's so funny is I always get oddball when I don't want it. Last night, I literally had a challenge play an oddball match. And I was like, all right, let's go back to. We were playing big team battle all night. I was like, let's go back to a quick play real quick just so I can get an oddball match. And I shit you not, we played like 10 quick play matches before we finally got a fucking oddball match. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the one night where I want to play fucking oddball. Yep.
1: I had to get one for, uh, for control. I was like, oh, I'm not going to see that game mode for 16 matches.
0: That's the. So. The first thing we're talking about, not being able to pick what you want to play, is really like a bummer. But the other thing that's a wicked bummer is the progression
1: system. It's the worst progression system I've ever seen.
0: Because the thing I'll say about Fortnite and Call of Duty with their battle pass system Mm -hmm. is they're smart with it. You get just whatever your XP was for your match is like goes into the battle pass. Plus, if you do any challenges, that's an extra bump. This is all challenges. And I understand it from the perspective of I guess this season is supposed to last till May, mm-hmm. because of probably work from home stuff, and they don't want to overwork their staff or whatever, mm-hmm. and they don't want people just blowing through the battle pass in like a month. But at the same time, it's like you don't really care about that because you let me buy boosts that level me up, and Correct.
1: you know, so and the fact that you can't you can't actually use anything that you earn unless you buy the battle pass how I bought the Battle Pass. I mean, I, I didn't because I don't have enough time to play games these days that it didn't seem worth to me. Yeah. But I'm it, it sucks that, like, no matter how well you do in the match, no matter how high the Battle Pass goes, you can't actually use anything. It's so
0: funny because I feel like all the free stuff in the Battle Pass seems to
1: be, like... Um,
0: it's all challenge swaps. Well, yeah, it's challenge swaps and I think, like, you might get an XP boost or two. I assume it's because I just stepped on that. Make it, like, an XP boost or two, and that, that's about it for free stuff.
1: It's funny that you get an XP boost for a free thing when the more XP gives you more things you can't use.
0: Right. And that's thats the weird thing, too, because when I went into it, I didn't know that it was, like, just pickups and stuff like Halo one Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, how do I create a class? Like, what am I doing? Like, why is it?
1: It's weird that we're so, like, between Call of Duty and Halo, and uh, even Titanfall have classes, too, right? Yeah. Um, All first-person shooters now have classes. We're so used to it. They're like, how do we, is it, like, is it in the customization menu? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Literally, I was, like, looking around for, like, ten minutes. I was like, how the fuck do I click class? Because I don't want to use the, because when I first started playing, my friends were playing in the ranked mode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to fucking use a battle rifle. How do I change my fucking thing? And they were like, oh, you can't. It's just pickups. And I go... Really? <laughs> not realizing that in every other mode you just get an assault rifle to begin with? Mm-hmm. Thank fucking Christ. Because honestly, the battle rifle, if you're not using mouse and keyboard... It's rough. It's rough.
1: Yeah. It is rough on a controller. If you don't hit headshots, like mm. that, you're, you're tickling them. Mm. It's weird because I play, I play controller on PC. Because to me, Halo's always been a controller type game. And it feels too weird to switch at this point.
0: I've kind of gone back and forth. It's been, like, uh, what's it called? Like, I, I've kind of, like, been seeing where it feels best at. Obviously, it feels best on a controller, because that's always the way people have played Halo. Also, this is the first Halo game where I've started and not had to change my button layout. Because I feel like the last couple Halos,
1: they fuck up the button layout, and I'm like, this doesn't feel right. I think for the first three matches, I kept thinking that Melee was B, because that's what it used to be in the fr- in the older Halo games. Yeah. And it took me a couple of to get used to that. But outside of that, yeah, I have had no problems with it.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's the first one I'm like, yes, you guys figured out how to lay out a controller. Good job. three, four, three you've done it. <laughs> took you a while, but you got there. Um, I think I even had to do that with Reach, because I think I brought it back to like Halo 3 controls. Because before this one, Halo 3 was the best feeling controller layout for mm-hmm. me, like default. But yeah. It's not. It's weird. kind of, It's kind of weird not having melee on the bumpers for me, because I always used to just have it on the bumpers.
1: Yeah, the click the stick thing for melee on. on I mean, on it's
0: natural because that's every other fucking video game. I know,
1: but it's weird because my brain has like two categories of shooter. It's Halo and every other video game. Right. And so my brain goes No, no, you're playing a Halo game. Don't click the stick. Right.
0: Halo Superb, though. I can't believe it. What a what
1: a comeback story for three four three. Yeah, I mean, this is like. If the campaign lands, this is going to be like
0: all sins forgiven.
1: This had a development hell. Like we ha- we heard about directors after director leaving. We heard about production problems, studio
0: shakeups, mm-hmm. and,
1: and the entire time, every Halo fan just going, "God,
0: damn it!" Wait. Like a month before release, it got delayed a whole year. <laughs> yep. They had no Halo at launch of an Xbox. Crazy.
1: Yeah, this is like the least likely success story. In the last couple of years, at least.
0: And honestly, even if the campaign doesn't land, the multiplayer is so fun that, like, honestly, I don't even give a shit. And it can't be worse than... It can't be worse than 5. No. Nothing. Not many games are worse
1: than 5. In terms of story, yeah, that was that yeah. was rough.
0: I mean, obviously, there are games worse than Halo 5. Halo 5 is at least a playable video game.
1: True. But, like, it's... They spent a year and change marketing this, you know, epic chase between Locke and Chief, and yeah. that doesn't exist in the game.
0: I want to say even, like, the fucking... The tagline for all the commercials was, like, hunt
1: down the Master Chief or something like that. Yeah, and that's one fucking cutscene <laughs> in the whole damn game. Yep, and then Chief kicks his ass at a cutscene, and you move on with your day. And Locke goes, I'm sorry, sir, it won't happen again. And you're like, Cortana. I like the little uh, dumb AI, too, that you get. Oh,
0: mine's so like nice and supportive. Sounds like a nice Southern lady. Oh,
1: uh, what's her name? Cirque. Is I that the one that
0: you picked? Could not. I think so. That sounds right. I
1: picked um, Fret. Everyone's fret. The the kind of goofy one. Um, you sound kind of nervous. Yes, he's voiced by Robbie Damon, who I'm a big fan of. Um, and uh, it just, it makes the matches more fun than you'd think it would because you pick up something like a rock launcher. It goes, please be careful with that. <laughs> That does sound funny. I like mine because if I pick up something or,
0: like, I do something good, she's like, wow, that was really cool. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. That was
1: really cool. Yeah. Thank you. And I know it's, it's probably not based on what you're doing in terms of, like, movement, but it's funny because a match will start and it's, like, capture the flag. It goes, okay, are we attacking are we defending? And you just, I just run off to the side. It goes, okay, both, I guess. We're going to do yeah. both. <laughs> yeah. That would be
0: really funny, though, if actually, if they, like, programmed it that way where, like, something you do, it's like, no, oh, all right. Yeah. Also... This is maybe the best feeling grappling hook in a video game since uh, Titanfall? Titanfall 2. Yeah. It's not as good feeling as Titanfall. Titanfall 2 still has the crown jewel of, it of grappling It was a lot snappier hooks.
1: in Titanfall. Halo's think little sluggy, but it's you not bad. do a lot more
0: with the grappling hook in Titanfall is my thing. Like yeah, because it was kind of integrated into the movement. And it was also, like, it was physics-based. This one doesn't seem like that. It seems like you move in sort of a straight line. Yeah, it's it's all vector. You just go, wee! But... That All that is forgiven when you, like, fucking hijack a banshee. (laughs) That's so much fun. Yeah.
1: You're like, come here, motherfucker. A little bit closer, and I got you. (laughs)
0: Literally, I watched one spawn in. An enemy dude jumped into it. He started to fly up. I went, (laughs) like, fucking Spider-Man. And then I just fucking stole it. And I was like, fuck
1: yourself, bitch. It's I'm so happy Halo's back. Yeah. After the last two flops, I'm like, my Halo heart can't take another one. It's also just nice because both... Every other multiplayer shooter this
0: year was a fucking flop. Yeah. Apparently, Battlefield is like garbage. Really? That's all I've heard. Well, I've heard it's like really buggy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not that it, like the game itself is bad, but honestly, I think I've learned I'm not a Battlefield guy. I've never been a big guy either. I played the the twenty. I played the beta for twenty forty two, mm-hmm. and honestly, it it had my biggest problem just exacerbated to eleven with every fucking Battlefield game, which is you run for five minutes and then some dude fucking. One shots you from the top of a building, and then you're like, "Well, now I'm running for five more minutes again." Yep. So, doing that constantly over and over again in fucking 2042 w- sounds like hell. And also, like the vehicles control like shit in Battlefield. So.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a very different feel, and I've never li- I've never liked it. Like I've played a handful of them, um, and they're fine. But I'm always gonna be a Halo guy.
0: And Vanguard does nothing for me this year. You know what's even too? As I say that, the vehicles control like ass in Halo too. Don't don't even don't don't get it twisted, folks. I don't like the Halo vehicle control.
1: All the all the human vehicles drive like shit but the the covenant ones i like they're okay like the, the, the ghost and the banshee i'm like that makes sense say, the ghost is the only one that i've driven so far that feels good yeah but the mongoose that has been in like four games at this point you still take a tiny smidge of a turn and you're going ass over tea kettle <laughs> like, yeah that thing exactly. is so floaty
0: you'll be like driving like totally straight and then all of a sudden there's a stick in the road and you're like <laughs> fucking doing a 360 in the air
1: it's a great all-terrain vehicle literally hit a snail it's over
0: <laughs> exactly although they do have one with guns on it now true the gun goose which sucks
1: it's not great yeah
0: cuz my problem with that is it doesn't have the same sort of controls as every other vehicle gun vehicle with guns mm-hmm. which is to say like when you're in like the ghost it kind of just shoots in the direction you're aiming at yeah but with this one you literally have to have the front of the mongoose aimed at what you're trying to shoot which was never or, or it maybe it just it's the it's a fact of it doesn't turn enough on its own, mm-hmm. whereas, like, because, like, the ghost hovers, it's not really an issue when you're, like, rotating and shoot.
1: Yeah, you can literally float sideways and, yeah. and get it.
0: But with, like, the mongoose, like, I have to be driving in order to get it, like, to just... When I want to just turn it just two degrees to the left. Yeah,
1: and anybody who's ever driven a mongoose knows that's literally impossible. Literally you impossible. turn
0: 90 degrees, you don't turn at all. Because even if you just tap the stick forward, you're halfway across the fucking map already. Yeah.
1: Those things are fast as shit, I will say that. In Capture the Flag, they come in clutch. Mm-hmm. But... The uh, the quick switch for vehicle positions is pretty cool, too, because I think that's a new thing. Is that a new thing? I think so. I don't remember any other Halo game having that. Maybe I'm just so used to
0: it from Battlefield that I'm like, oh, yeah, this has always been in Halo. Yeah, I don't But, re- yeah, just clicking A and being able to switch positions. Yeah, It's awesome. It's awesome. It's great. Literally, I have no complaints about Halo other than... That shitty progression. system. That shitty progression system is the biggest one, and obviously, like it not being able to pick your modes. But honestly, I don't really, It gets me to play modes I wouldn't normally play. That's true. So honestly, it's
1: really not that bad. The um, did you they uh, leak the the packs got leaked for progression? Like, like your campaign unlocks? Uh, Apparently, that wasn't true. No, the um, it was the the extended uh, rewards that are coming after the battle pass. It's like a thousand bucks worth of. Uh, stuff. Yeah. None of it's uh, unlockable. It's you all, have to pay for it all. It's all, all paid. I mean,
0: video games just do that now. Honestly, I will take, um, you know, a million dollars worth of cosmetics that you have to buy over having to buy like a map pack. Mm-hmm. Like content itself being free, I think is more important than
1: them trying to
0: shove cosmetics down your throat, honestly. I
1: don't mind paying for map packs, I'll be honest. I think I'm I'm fine with it as long as you get a chance to try the maps in some capacity. Like I don't think any game has ever done that though. I don't think so either, which is kind of a bummer because it means that you, like at least for me, if you don't have anybody who plays the game, yeah. um thankfully when I was at like the last time this was a problem was like Modern Warfare two, which I did have friends who played the game, so I'd wait for them to buy it. And if they said, nah these maps suck, don't buy it, I'd like sweet, don't have to buy it. Right. But if you're if now me being a 24-year-old individual who with only a handful of other people who play video games, if none of them play Halo and none of them buy the battle uh, the map pass, so to speak, mm-hmm. I have to go, "Hmm, do I buy this or do I not and buy?" And also
0: it? you can't even get like a straight answer on the internet because everybody Yeah, it's going to have a differing
1: opinion. Like, you know what I mean? There are uh, there are half the internet's going to tell you that Blood Gulch is the worst map Halo ever made and the other half going to tell you it's God's great gift to first-person shooters. Where do you fall on that? I love Blood Gulch. Yeah,
0: it's God's gift to first-person shooters. Absolutely, yeah. I think we agree a little too much on the show, but you know what? That's one thing I think we all should agree on. It's true. That Blood Gulch is the perfect map for multiplayer shooting.
1: And it spawned, uh, it spawned RVB, which was good for like four seasons.
0: Honestly, it was good until they started animating their own stuff. And then that's when the show was like, all right, you've jumped the shark. Like, you're making your own narrative here, and I don't care about it that much. Like, it
1: was fine when it was people making dick jokes in a valley. I was, uh... I don't know. Monsiom was a fantastic animator, and some of his stuff was really good, so I was fine with that. The animation was not the problem. It was good animation. It's the fact that they were doing animation. It was the fact
0: that they were doing animation, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like, this show literally just used to be people making dick jokes in a valley, literally. And now you're, like, trying to add serious narrative to it. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I... Still going. something like season 21
1: or something. Could It's the longest running sci-fi show of all time. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> fucking RVB. If you told people back, when did that uh, fucking show start? Like 2001? I think it was with Halo. Wait, was it? 2001? It was the first One? Halo. Really? I'm almost positive it was the first Halo, yeah. Well, I feel like that was like a Halo 3. Th-
0: well, Halo 3 I think was when it really took off. That was when I first heard about RVB, with Halo 3.
1: Uh, Yeah, because I know every time a new Halo game came out, they were doing the machinima in the new Halo game, so you yeah. could track the releases by the updated models.
0: Yeah, exactly. You could, you could tell when they looked the best. I still think the funniest episode of RVB is when... Uh, who's the character that Joel played? Oh, um, Caboose. Caboose. When Caboose goes into the campaign of Reach, <laughs> that's the funniest episode of <laughs> RVB.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah, I don't know. RVB was a... Uh,
0: something about Bernie going, you went to the campaign? <laughs> always just gets me. <sighs> oh,
1: shit. I kind of want to watch the early season of RVB. Uh, I think yeah.
0: it's all on Netflix. I think so, yeah. If not, then it's it might be on something else. I know it's definitely on a streaming service at one point. Which was, cra- was if crazy... If not, to it's, me on, it's on YouTube. It was like, crazy to me when internet shows started getting put on YouTube. I mean, Netflix. Netflix. Obviously, it wasn't crazy when they went on YouTube, because that's where they fucking go. But, like, I remember, like, being, like, freaked out when, like, I saw that, like, RVB was on Netflix and then Ruby was on Netflix and, like, video game high school, like, shit like that. Mm I'm like, sure, these have the production, I mean, not RVB, really, but, like, these have the production shows, uh, production quality of real shows, but it's just still weird. Yeah. Because I'm like, I could just watch this. On YouTube. YouTube I don't need to I mean I get that you want to be in my all-in-one place for content Netflix but
1: well it's just, it, to me the weird part is that like you and I know what that is we know that RVB and Ruby were web shows some dude is looking at that you know I'm going oh what's this, uh, what's this RVB thing and they, you... they think it's just a normal show I'm like no dude that, that shit's a machinima on YouTube 2001 you, know you know what is so funny about that is I could see somebody watching
0: that going why does this look so much like Halo <laughs> And not knowing what RVB is.
1: Did, did they just make a show in Halo? Yes, actually. It's exactly what they did. It's exactly what they did. They, they did it 20 years ago at this point.
0: The Halo live-action series is coming, too.
1: It uh, was like a teaser
0: trailer released.
1: The the second one.
0: Well, this one I think is actually like based on the games. It's not like a side story like Forward Unto Dawn. Uh, Forward Unto Dawn was okay. It was good for a show on Machinima. Yeah. I didn't hate it. That's another one that went to YouTube that I was like... This is w- same thing with that Mortal Kombat show that Machinima did. Mm-hmm. They all like went to Netflix, and I'm like, what? They were probably cheap to pick up. Probably, actually,
1: Netflix is like, we got to pad our own. Man. I
0: feel like though, when you're paying for like a license on top of it, mm-hmm. I feel like that's got to be somewhat expensive. I don't know, because I bet you that in those contracts with Machinima, it was very specific in in how they could use that content. Probably. So they probably had to go through like Warner Brothers and Microsoft to get those onto. Yeah. Netflix. Although that was at, like, Netflix's peak when everybody was just, like, excited to have it and used it all the time. And now we're, like, we begrudgingly pay $14 a month.
1: Well, it's, it's because it's kind of ingrained itself as, like, when somebody talks about the bills that they have to pay, you know, it's gas, water, electric, internet. Netflix is one of those bills at this point. You know what is so funny is I never think of those as bills. Like, I
0: always say to myself, I'm like, Oh man, I'm really lucky because I don't really have that many bills to pay. Forgetting that I pay for
1: like ten streaming services and like Game Pass. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I spend it's about fifty a month on my package I, of streaming services. I cut it down a lot. Let me let me do the math in my head. I guess okay. So it's like fifteen
0: bucks for HBO. Mm-hmm. Fifteen bucks for Game Pass Ultimate. So I'm already at thirty there. And I think it's twelve for Spotify because I do the duo plan yep. for me and Molly and we're
2: looking
1: at 42.
0: Disney plus is eight dollars mm,
1: even 50. I think that might be it you and I are at a we're at, we're dead, dead even dead even completely different services that we pay for I right. know that's
2: crazy isn't it
1: yeah. weird to think about
0: HBO Max is probably the best streaming service but you know what we were talking about Netflix we were Speaking of Netflix, Brad... Oh, God. Did you watch the first episode like I asked you to?
1: I did. I did. I missed the last ten minutes, because I didn't realize these fucking episodes were an hour long. Yeah, I know. I thought that was crazy. Like, oh, we're talking about Cowboy Bebop, everybody. Yeah. So I sat down today at 9.30 and went, all right, I'll watch this half-hour episode, I'll mm. mosey on over to Jacob, so we're going to talk about this dumpster fire. Um, I mean, have you seen the first episode? you have seen the last ten minutes? Oh, well, actually, no.
0: There's different stuff.
1: So I've seen... Yeah. Um... Mm. I missed like the last 15 minutes or so.
0: Um what what was the part where you like last saw? Uh
1: they ar- they already gotten well into the the red eye. Yeah. Um was this like when they were on the run going out of the gate? Yeah. It was point? in it was in that in that range. Um I see what's funny about this Jacob is I I, I don't think I've told you this, but yeah. This live-action show is my Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm getting the fuck out of it.
0: Wait, you've never seen Cowboy Bebop? I have seen, I thought you've
1: seen Cowboy Bebop. I, I have seen the first episode, I believe. So you've seen exactly the same on both. More or less. And, oh, actually, no, the first half of that episode, I had no fucking idea what was going on, because that's from the movie, which I haven't seen.
0: Well, so it's not entirely the same. So we're talking mainly about the first episode, because that's the one that we've both seen. I've watched the whole season.
1: And uh, had glowing reviews oh. from people. Uh-huh. We'll get more
0: into that because on a, uh, so that opening is pretty much exactly the same as the movie's opening, mm-hmm. the casino, but it's not a casino in the movie, it's just a convenience store, like they're holding up a convenience store, which is much better and less flashy than I think the opening of that show is mm-hmm. because it just gets to be too much at a certain point with that kind of thing. Whereas, like, you know, you think about like Cowboy Bebop, right? Its universe is kind of It's, like, fantastical because they're going to, like, different planets like Mercury and Europa and Mars and shit like that. But it's pretty grounded Mm -hmm. in terms of what it is. And it's, like, dirty and, like, feels lived in. This show does not feel dirty or lived in. It feels very clean.
1: Yes. Like, I would say that, like, it it has great set design, I think. Um, The casino, I agree, is very flashy, very bright doesn't feel lived in. Um, the ship, I think, is okay. The, sh- the ship's all right. The layout's not exactly the same, but I guess you can't really ask it to be exactly yeah. the same. Um, but, and I agree with the entirety of the internet, by the way. Jet was uh, Jet's the best part. Yeah, you perfectly cast. Jet's great. Yeah. I don't like this weird aspect
0: they've added, giving Jet a family. Mm-hmm. That's not in the anime at all. I don't know why they've added that. Other than, honestly, for the final episode. The final episode is the only time where it
1: actually has a bearing on the plot. That seems like a weird addition. Just for one episode?
0: Well, like, it, they come up. Like, he he goes and sees the daughter in one episode. He tries to... He's trying to get her, like, a doll in one episode. Like, mm-hmm. I forget what it is. It's, like, Walking
1: Sally or something like that. Yeah, it's, the, it's every show with a, uh, a little girl. Going
0: back to the Jingle All the Way conversation of... Turbo Man doll. It's exactly that same sort of It's the fucking
1: Tickle Me Elmo from real life. Right.
0: Exactly. And then that's how they get Ayn in that episode, because that's the episode where the guy who who steals him from the lab. Mm -hmm. So then he tries to give her Ayn. That's the first time you see the daughter. And then after that, there's like an episode where he tries to go to her recital, and then he can't because he's stuck on some job with them. So like he does this weird like virtual into the fucking and
1: became him a made him a family man
0: yes it's so stupid I don't know why I, other than, like jet is like don't get me wrong he's not like the most nuanced character on the show he's mm-hmm. mostly grumpy old man that's my other problem with the cast. I think he's great he's he sounds like jet and he he has jet's mannerisms down but he's too young
1: to be jet. He, he's not world-weary enough. Jet is like an old man. How is how old is he supposed to be? I always thought he was like I don't know the exact age, but he's
0: definitely older than Spike. And him and like the Jet on the show and Spike on the show seem exactly the same age. About the age. same age, yeah. Like maybe Jet's a couple years older than him. And that's it. And also, I don't know if it's the same as the show, but like Spike's supposed to be 27 years old. Jon Cho is not 27 years old. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I don't care how young Jon Cho looks cuz he's aged well. It was only twenty-seven. No,
1: so yeah, I always thought like I didn't know his exact age, but I knew Jet was in his 20s. or not Jet. Uh, Spike was in his twenties, and Jet to me seemed like late thirties, early forties. See, Jet always,
0: Jet always played to me like as like late forties, early fifties. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he seemed like the. The, the well-worn, like, ex-cop who's now just a bounty hunter because, like, he got fucked over in the past. Like, you know, like, that basically that noir stereotype character right is how Jet always played to me. Um, I'm sure I could Google how old Jet Black is. And what I'm doing right now. Perfect. Thank you for that.
1: He is 36 years old. Are you serious? That's wow, serious. they
0: draw him and make him look way older. He is
1: nine years older than uh, Spike. Than Spike.
0: He they, don't they draw him and make him look way older though.
1: Yeah, I mean he he certainly looks uh, more gruff. That may, mm. I think that makes him look older. But I mean, but it, this actor does not
0: look that much older than John Cho if he's supposed to be older than John. No, Cho. he
1: doesn't like he certainly doesn't look like a decade older. Yeah, no, not at all. So like
0: going into the show honestly, after watching the first episode, if you would have asked me like, how's the Netflix adaptation of Bebop? I would have been like. It's fine, but unnecessary. Because mm-hmm. I think the first episode's the best episode. Because oh, it follows the plot of the episode mostly mm-hmm. and doesn't add in too much bullshit, whereas the rest of the season adds in tons of bullshit that is not needed at all. Number one, in the first episode, my biggest problem, why do they change around when they meet Faye? Why does she got to be in there in the first episode just because she's the third lead? Yes. But like, okay, she's the third lead of the anime. She doesn't come in until the fifth episode. Mm -hmm. Like, let the story play out the way it's meant to play out. Don't just have this fucking hodgepodge of ideas that you got here, (laughs) where it's like, oh, we're gonna follow the plots of the episodes from the anime, but then we're gonna sprinkle in all of our extra Netflix bullshit on top of it, just so that way we can make it seem a little more cohesive. When in reality, like the tones of everything that's going on
1: is clashing so hard. What's funny is that I have, uh, with Cowboy being the sort of, like, there's, like, a handful of anime that are, like, considered, like, holy grail, holy grail almost, like, and if somebody who doesn't watch any anime says, I want to, give me something to watch, I want to try this out, Cowboy's almost always one of the first ones people recommend. And so I have absorbed a ton of this show just through anime osmosis, Yeah. and so, like, Whenever things are different, I don't necessarily know how they're different, but I'm like, "Well, wait, wait a minute, that doesn't You're like something doesn't feel right <laughs> here." <laughs> so something's
0: changed. Um, even just like the the whole red eye sequence, it's so much more badass in the actual anime.
1: The first person
0: red eye view, the hardcore Henry moment, as I call w- it.
1: Yes, was a little
0: jarring. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But like in the show, it's like way better because mm-hmm. it's just like first you don't even see what happens. And then I think someone tells Jet about it, mm-hmm. and then it plays out what happened. I want to say that's how it goes. I can't remember exactly what happened.
1: Yeah, I remember when they were at the um, at the station after dropping off Casino dude, um, and the the whatever whoever the fuck his name is walks up and is like, "Oh yeah, your ex wife told me to tell Chalmers you about. Yeah, and I'm like, X, I'm like, "I don't remember anyone talking about Jet's ex wife." I'm like,
0: "Yeah, that whole aspect of the story is so weird, and it only." So it's odd because, like, in the anime, like, Jet gets, like, sent to jail for, like, seven years and then gets out and becomes a bounty hunter Mm -hmm. because he's, like, an ex-cop and he got framed for being, like, dirty. And that's in this show, too. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting there the whole time going, like, what is the twist of this going to be, honestly? So I'm like, something's got to be going. It can't be exactly what you think it is, which is this dude who's fucking his wife now set him up, which is how, like, Jet always assumed it was. And I remember, that I was like, I think it was, like, his partner on the show. that, put, And then that's exactly what happened on the show. And I'm like, honestly, I'm shocked they did not change that. Yeah. Because that seems like something so easy to just be like, Concerned this guy's been... a dick. Obviously, it's him. Yeah, he's the one who did it. And because this show has zero subtlety at all to it, I'm honestly shocked that they weren't just, like, beating you over the head with it the entire season being like, he's a dick. He did it. He's a fucking asshole. He's <laughs> fucking his ex-wife. He did it. You know what I mean? Because everything else on the show is fucking Guardians of the Galaxy- but with an anime aesthetic.
1: Yeah, I don't really know what they were trying to do. Because anybody who's like you and is familiar with the source material is going, what the hell happened? Why'd you add all this shit? And anybody who's not familiar with this is going, this is the story everybody was raving about? This yeah. is the great cowboy bebop that I've heard all these anime weebs praising the high hell? Ye-
0: yeah, and honestly, like it's so weird because like, Vicious and Julia get way more play on this series than they did ever in the anime. Like, Vicious shows up, I think, maybe like three times in the anime.
1: brother said he looked like uh, Geralt if Geralt got into crypto.
0: <laughs> See, I was thinking he looked like uh, a liquid snake with a drug problem. <laughs> That's pretty good, too. Um, yeah, and he's, he's he seems like he's from a completely fucking
1: different show. His costume certainly looked that way.
0: Just the way he acts. He's like at an eleven the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's always like chewing up the scenery and hamming it up. Meanwhile, everyone like, you know, as much as I have problems with it, like same thing with Faye, actually. Faye seems like she comes from the same show as Vicious. Everyone else is like in a completely different show.
1: Yeah, I've heard she's probably the biggest defender of the um She
0: fucking sucks. She's so fucking annoying on this show. And I'm not this guy, Brad. You know I'm not this guy, because I, I love a good blue joke like the rest of them. True.
1: This show is too fucking vulgar for its own good. See, when you first, you texted me that when we were talking about the show uh, before this episode, and in the back of my head, I'm like, if he's saying it's too vulgar, this show is really fucking vulgar.
0: But it's not even, like, vulgar in the in the sense of, like, what they say. It's not like they're saying, like, disgusting things to each other. But, like, you go and watch that original anime, and outside of, like, Spike saying shit out of exasperation, mm-hmm. I don't think they swear at all on that show. I don't think and so, And no. in, like, the even just, like, the opening sequence, they're saying, like, fuck every two minutes. Or, like, Faye. She calls everyone dickheads or dickbags or, like... She's uh, basically a bullet storm character. <laughs> like...
2: I mean,
1: expected her to be like, "I'm gonna kill your dick." At one point, it it feels like they didn't necessarily trust the audience to take her how she is in the actual show. Which, to my understanding, she's so much more of a nuanced character in the show. Yeah, she's like, she's a, a known like she doesn't take any shit, but she's not like
0: she's not a Yas Queen girl boss. Yeah, which is does. what they made her on this show, basically.
1: And I don't know why. I mean, I know exactly why they did it because like they took Faye's character and essentially... Like, they distilled it and then blew it up and went, Mm -hmm. all right, no nonsense, you know, likes to be in charge of things and just went, well,
0: what if we just turn that up to 11? What if we just turn her into, like, a a white liberal girl on Twitter? (laughs) You (laughs) know? That's basically what they did with her.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's the one I've heard the most complaints about. Um, And I think, for me, the biggest thing was having only watched the first episode... I'm too used to Steve Bloom. Yeah. As Jet. And so I'm like. are oh, you mean a Spike? Oh, yeah, Spike. So I keep fucking doing that. As, uh, as Spike. Like, he is just so good in that role that I don't mind Joe. Like, he's fine. See, he seems so bored to me the whole time. And,
0: like, I get that that's kind of Spike's character. Like, he.
1: He doesn't capture that aloofness, I think, that Spike that's has. That's the thing, is like,
0: Spike is like. Spike's an idiot. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> he's this, not the smartest. He's not the smartest guy. He's just good at fighting, and he's kind of smart when he wants to be. And don't get me wrong. There are times where it's like, in the show, they're hungry because they don't have money to buy food. Really correct. Like the running joke of beef and peppers hold the beef. Yes, and like also, you know, don't get me wrong. Like Spike likes to eat things, and like you see him eating noodles and shit in episodes. But like. I feel like every like plot every episode starts with John Cho being like, I need to go get some food or like stopping in the middle of an action scene to grab food. Mm-hmm. I'm like Again, this seems like people who watch the Cliff Notes version of the show or like looked up like the cowboy bebop wiki and it's like Traits likes food and it's like, Okay, he likes food. Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll write that into every script.
1: It yeah, I mean but I,
0: but but my getting back to my main point of it John Cho just seems supremely bored in every single conversation he has with anybody mm-hmm. because he's like he's just like he's so monotone with everything he shows no emotion at all yeah and in a, like a later episode they kind of go back to like Spike when he was in um the syndicate and showing like his whole like getting shot and like you know getting betrayed and all that And so maybe that's, like, what they were going for is, like, the disconnect. Because he's a little more lively in that episode. Mm -hmm. And he has a little bit more, like, personality in that episode. And then when he's just Spike, he's, like, deadpan. And, like, Spike had emotions. And Spike was funny. And, And the thing is, like, this Netflix Spike tries to be funny. The writing's just bad. But, like, whenever he's telling a joke, I don't think of that as him being like this is my moment to be funny or whatever it it feels like the kid who's just like i'm gonna insert a joke even though it's
1: not an appropriate moment (laughs) because that's what humor is yeah i mean spike again all anime osmosis so correct me if i if i'm I'm wrong here but he's he's a character that's like sort of Defeated in a way. Like, he's, he went through some, he was betrayed, went through something traumatic, was shot. Heartbreak. He's, yeah, and he's just like, he's going through the motions, but he still puts on the front of being aloof and carefree and goofy. Whereas Cho just seems defeated. Like, he just right. seems like he's done. He's, he's like you said, he's dead pain, he's, he's bored. He's coasting through this, yeah, it which, seems
0: like. Which is like, has never really been Spike's thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's not like, you know, out there being like, I'm going to be the hero or whatever, but like he gets thrust into these things and he still does them to the best of his ability. And he's not like, that's the other thing too, with the show is like, I think it got the idea of the crew of the bebop are not bad at their job. It's just shit keeps getting in their way (laughs) in the show. (laughs) They're a victim of circumstance. Basically. Right. Like they're good bounty hunters when you get down to it. Just, shit gets in their way. Something always happens to keep them poor. Exactly. This show is just like, they're fucking incompetent.
1: They barely can do anything. Yeah, like, Jack kind of made the point in that, in the very, like the first scene, where he's like, dude, we're supposed to keep them alive. And he'd been killing fools left and right. Yeah, he, he was just as guilty as Spike was of coming in and murdering people. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it's the same problem that Faye had, where they just took... They took the concept of the show and yeah. were like, the general population is not going to understand the nuance that the original Cowboy Bebop... It's like a weeb wrote this show but didn't trust the non-weebs to understand right. it. Yeah. And they're like, they're, just, they're not going to get the nuance. We have to simplify it for these fools. And to me,
0: this show reminds me so much, and this is the perfect analogy I could give you for it. This is fast food. Because, and hear me out here, right? Let's say you go to, like, a really nice, like, restaurant, and they have, like, the best burger ever. It's made with, like, fucking Wagyu beef or something like that. You know, just think of that, right? And you can look at it on a plate and go, this looks the same as a double quarter pounder. On paper, this is exactly, let's say it has the exact same ingredients. Same toppings. Same toppings, thing. everything. But that burger is so much better quality than a double quarter pounder from fucking McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, the anime, is the Wagyu Beef Burger. This is the double quarter pounder, where it looks the same. It has all the aesthetics of it, but it doesn't have the substance. It
1: lacks the complexity of flavor.
0: Yes. And I gotta say, Brad, it's been a real honor to finally get to be the
1: angry anime. I, I was fan. gonna say, how does it feel? Like, usually, like, yeah. I'm the only one who gets to be this way because. And it's funny
0: because I got a taste of it a little bit with Death Note because I had watched the anime right before the movie came out mm-hmm. and I loved the anime up until the ending. But the movie was so bad. But I, the thing was I didn't have that attachment. It wasn't my first anime. If Death Note had been my first anime, I would have maybe murdered Nat Wolf in the streets. <laughs> Who knows? I would have bombed Adam Wingard's house. Driving this this is a screen. joke,
1: FBI. It's, it's important. We have to, we have to yes. specify that. Otherwise, I'm gonna get tackled walking out of your house. Exactly,
0: but I would have had that emotional reaction to it. Cowboy Bebop has a special place in my heart. It was the first anime I ever watched mm-hmm. that wasn't like Pokemon. That was just I always just thought of it as a kid as a cartoon. Like it yeah. wasn't an anime in my head. Was, like, this was, was before like, we knew the difference. This is my first serious adult anime, and like I loved it. It's one of my favorite shows ever. It it like it absolutely hits the aesthetics of things that I love. I love westerns. I love space shit. I love bounty hunter stories. Action is great for me, and the action in Cowboy Bebop the the anime is great. It's true. Netflix Cowboy Bebop feels floaty and weird. It's like when you see the gameplay for Spider Man in the Avengers game versus him in Insomniac Spider Man.
1: <laughs> like I, I, it's. I don't know. When I saw the 14 chest punches, I'm like, ooh, I'm watching It Man. (laughs) Did you see what Ed looks like on the show? I have not seen Ed yet.
0: Well, Ed only comes in in the last seconds of the final episode of the season. Are you serious? But it's embarrassing. I want to see if I can find the clip for you on on Twitter. Because this was making the rounds before I even watched the show. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things that kind of made me be like, I need to see what the fuck this is. And to find out that it's nothing really kind of...
1: Broke my heart a little bit. I love that you get to experience this now because I remember way back in the olden times when Evolution came out, and me, who's somebody who's a, a huge Dragon Ball fan, I grew up with it. Like it's not a good show by any means, but I love Dragon Ball because it's you know it's special. Then Evolution came out, and you told me that it's the only experience of Dragon Ball that you've ever had. I'm
0: like, oh. other than like a couple of video games, yeah.
1: And I'm it like it hurt me in a way that I'm just like. That's that's your experience, and now you kn- now you know the flip side. This is my ma- This is going to be my majority <laughs> experience with the cowboy. No. Let me see if I can...
0: oh, Fuck. I hate. Why is their play button so tiny?
1: Uh. Bye. <laughs> oh, good lord. He looks as lively as he does in any other scene. <laughs> Uh, you get the idea. Yep.
0: So She's like a Spy Kids character.
1: Or he, I I don't know what Ed's... Ed's always been androgynous. Yeah. Um, Even in the anime, it was tough to tell. No. I think Ed is probably the cleanest example I've ever seen of adapting an anime archetype to live action not working. Yeah. Because that is exactly how Ed acts in the show. But it doesn't work when it's a real person doing that. Because your brain goes, when it's a cartoon, goes, eh, it's a cartoon. People can act that way. It's fine. When I first saw that clip, I
0: legitimately sat down and asked myself, did they make Ed mentally challenged? Because it <laughs> reminds me of the clips that used to go around on YouTube of when Rosie O'Donnell played a mentally challenged person and like riding the bus with my sister, I think is what it was called. And she's walking around. She's like, I got to go get a new toilet. I got to get a new toilet. And that's what she sounds like when she goes, Spike girl." Yeah. You pretty, know what I mean? Pretty much. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. And I almost wonder how this is doing for Netflix, because all I've heard is nothing but negative things. But Netflix is, like, the type of people where it's weird. Like, you can't really tell with them whether what's going to get a second season and what's going to just get canceled. Yeah. Because... They're still making a second Death Note movie. They are. And nobody liked that. I'm sure a couple of people did. I'm sure, but... They're wrong. It's Probably people who didn't watch the anime, and they were just like, oh, it's cool, dude. Fucking sick decapitations and shit, man. Yeah. He writes in a fucking book, and then somebody fucking dies. It's fucking dope. Is that, that how I talk? That, that's how I assume the people who liked the Death Note movie. It's like, it's fucking metal, dude. Jeez. Oh my god, yo, did you see when that fucking demon knocked over that fucking Ferris wheel? That's the only thing seen I can remember from that. The only good thing in that movie, you know what's funny, is Cowboy Bebop and, and Death Note have the same thing, which is one good performance <laughs> that carries the whole thing. And it's Willem Dafoe is Ryuk in Death Note, and it's
1: fucking the guy who plays Jet. Ja, I don't know his name. <laughs> got me, I don't know his name either. But don't worry, Jacob, in... I don't know when, but they're making a, they're making another live-action anime adaptation. Well, oh, yeah,
0: they're making One Piece. Yeah. I don't care about that, though. Oh, I
1: do. It's one of my favorite shows.
0: I, I absolutely... I will never watch One Piece, and I'll tell you exactly why. Episode count.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of episodes. I can't.
0: Um, I can't. Like, I was talking about this with my friend the other day, and I was like, I can't do long animes. Because like I just don't have the attention span for that. Mm-hmm. I can't watch 300 episodes of fucking anything.
1: Well, to be fair, um, the best pieces of One Piece, in my opinion, are the first 300 episodes. The 700 that come after that, I'm not exaggerating, by the way, they just hit episode 1,000. Um, the 700 after that, I don't think are that good. <laughs> the first 300 are really the only things you need. Really, once you hit the time skip, that's you could stop. Shonens were
0: a mistake, folks. Shonens are my
1: favorite fucking entertainment. I love is it. Is
0: The Simpsons just the Americans' version of a shonen? Yes.
1: Although I guess it would be closer to, like, the Americans' version of Case Closed. Maybe. I don't even know what that is. It's a child detective that's been going on for, like, 1,400 episodes. The child's version of Sh- Crayon shin I don't know what that is. I just remember when they brought it over on Adult Swim and like, changed everything about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get to see how they try to fucking pull off uh, a Mr. Fantastic character in live-action television. Are they even going to do it? Uh, they're giving it a budget of like $10 million per episode. I wonder what the budget on this was. It's about it- the same. Really? I think it looks cheap as hell. Because I, I think it has the same budget as something else, which was $10 million, And I think it was Cowboy, is what it matched it. But I'll, I'll look that up right now. I don't know why, like, Cowboy
0: Bebop to me looks so fucking cheap. The CGI did not look very good in it.
1: Um, I mean, it's television. I kind of give it a pass. But if the budget really... Oh, maybe it was Witcher that I'm thinking of. Witcher looks
0: expensive, though. It does. That Witcher earns ten million um, In a, price like, tag. Like, I really want to know what the budget allocation was for per episode for the show. Let's see. Because it just looks really cheap to me. Also, what's up with all the Dutch angles?
1: Uh, I hey, you gotta be, you know.
0: It's like they were like, animes have weird things going on. Let's just do Dutch angles every five
1: seconds. Pre-production. Speaking of my second disappointment, though, Brad... Oh, apparently Cho sustained a knee injury, which set back production by eight months. I knew that. And also gave them extra time to bring in some of the planned second season elements into the first season. So Those introducing characters and casting for them. I don't know why they thought they needed to shove more things into the first season of think this. You think Ed wasn't supposed to be in this season? Probably, yeah.
0: Also, too, they sideline Ayn after, like, a couple episodes... I they mean, just leave him on a planet somewhere. And it seems like he's back with Ed. I was going to say, did, he spends most of his time with Ed, doesn't he? He spends it? most of his time with Ed, but I'm saying, like, literally, there's one episode where he, like, projects something from his eyeballs, which was, was that ever a thing that Ayn could do? I can't remember. I don't think so. He, like, literally projects a message from his eyeballs. And then they, like, they're like, yo, that's fucked up. He might be, like, doing surveillance shit. And then they just leave the dog on a random planet. And then fucking when Ed shows up to fucking berate Spike <laughs> out of drunkenness. Also, too, they do the thing that the final episodes do, which is the Bebop crew splits up mm-hmm. at the last episode of this. And I just want to know why. Because then you're going to have to do that again if you do continue the show. And actually finish it out. And actually finish it out. Which it's like, it's not going to feel as like heartbreaking as it did in the anime
1: yeah it kind of loses its impact if you do it more than once. It was Witcher. there was no announced budget for the Cowboy show, but Witcher had a budget of around ten million per episode.
0: I'll be honest if I had to guess what the budget was it, it, five million for episode, a cowboy for per episode maybe even less It looks super cheap to me
1: it's not um i have well i mean what was the first there was no big CGI in the first episode right I don't think there's there like was. a you didn't get to the spaceship part yet. Oh, do they show his... Um... They show him... because oh, that's how the first episode ends, right? Is yeah. He's out with uh, the fake pregnant... Yeah. Do they still keep the fake pregnant? Uh... Yes, they do. Okay. Because I, I saw her, but I didn't, I didn't remember her. They change, though, how the
0: red-eye guy dies. Because if you remember, th- this is a perfect example of ruining the emotional impact of Cowboy Bebop. I can do a one-to-one comparison here, folks. Mm-hmm. At the end of the first episode in the anime her uh, the girl and the red eye guy are trying to like get away and he's got the red eye and he's going fucking crazy and she realizes like he's just a junkie at this point yeah. basically he's lost he's lost he's going to go insane and something's going to happen to her probably so then she fuck it, like and spike's trying to catch up to them and as he does she shoots the guy mm-hmm. and just ends it and then the cops shoot her and kill her the show does not have any of that emotional impact because Faye fucking shoots Red Eye Guy in the throat. <laughs> and that's how he dies. And and then it just becomes a big joke of like, oh, why'd you come in and shoot that guy? You're supposed to be our bounty. Like And that's that's exactly a perfect example of ruining the emotional impact of an episode.
1: And also again, points to them being more incompetent than victims of circumstance. Right. You know, the girlfriend shoots him. Shit, we're out of a bounty. We couldn't, I couldn't have done anything about that. Right. One of our own team kills our bounty. Well, she wasn't a part of the team at that point. That's yet. true. But either way.
0: So I guess technically that is a little victim of circumstance but whatever. She seemingly.
1: Something seemingly tells me that her behavior does not improve no upon way. joining the team. So. No way.
0: And she doesn't even get her actual spaceship until like. Three episodes before the end. Really? The one that has like the two little arms that kind of come up, mm-hmm. kind of like a forklift arms with guns on the end of them. That's how I've always described it. Yeah, she didn't get that until like the last like couple episodes. Great ship design in cowboy. Oh, amazing. Like, uh, that's the thing. Uh, you know what? I'll give him this still. The spaceships still look really good. I mean, they look a little like they have no weight to them when they're flying. But I mean, I guess they are in space. Oops. But I mean, even <laughs> when they're on planets, though, they don't. They, they, they have feel no kind of like
1: they're they're floating along.
0: Also weird, cause like the show never really did this, but I guess because it's, it's live action, you have to bring in different elements. They brought in a lot of sound design and stuff of like motorcycles on the Redfin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, is this supposed to be like a motorcycle spaceship? Is that how we're supposed to take
1: this? <laughs> is it like a big um what the fuck are those things in Star Wars? The the bikes? The, uh, the, the land speeder bikes? speeders? Yeah, is it just a big land speeder? That can fly. <laughs> yeah. Is
0: is basically what I got from the way they show it in the show. He's
1: riding a scooter. Essentially,
0: yeah. It's like Tommy Versetti when he gets into Vice City and rides the Fagio to the, um, or Fagio. I don't know how you're supposed Pretty to say it. Pretty sure it's it. Fagio. Fagio, probably. I've always just said Fagio because that's, because I was very literal when I was a kid. <laughs> um, and he rides it to the hotel uh, after getting shot up. Segway, folks. Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy. Is oh, out. we're back on video games. <laughs> I, I figured we'd sandwich it. Do a little Oreo of Cowboy Bebop.
1: Ah, <sighs> the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. Have you noticed the, the quality of the things that we're talking about has been steadily decreasing <laughs> as the episode has gone on? Start high, go low. You
0: know what they do? You no, know, Cowboy
1: Bebop's definitely the worst thing. You think so?
0: Yeah. It's a snake order of, of quality. <laughs> um...
1: Man, what a bummer! Yeah, that's not a great showing. Bad for bad on
0: Rockstar's part. It looks, it makes them look bad more than anything, which is crazy because they didn't even really develop it.
1: It's tr- It's their name, so like, their name's on everything there, so that's why. Bungled release. Even when it was released, not a great showing. Like.
0: They didn't do enough quality of life improvements. Is my biggest problem with it. Like, say what you will about. The bugs and the visuals or whatever. Like, guys, like I've said from the beginning, I think the cities look great. Mm-hmm. Like Vice City and so far like San Andreas, Los Santos, they look great. Character models are little, leave a little to be desired.
1: A little bit. A little bit. But
0: my biggest thing going into this, I was like, if they can clean up these controls, this would be all worth it. Visuals aside. They didn't clean. They cleaned the controls a little bit, not enough. Mm-hmm. They didn't modernize it when they should have, because it seemingly is that they just copied over all the same code, and then added in like a little bit of stuff to it, like trigger support. <laughs> when they say GTA 5, also my own fault, I'll be honest, because I, I took that as it's gonna have GTA 5 style controls. Mm-hmm. When from the beginning, Rockstar has said GTA 5 style controller layout. <laughs> so technically, they're not lying. That's the thing. Honestly, if you look at their press releases the whole time, Rockstar has never once lied about what this video game is. They were a tad misleading,
1: but they did not lie.
0: I don't even know they were misleading. <laughs> they literally said exactly what the game is on the tin, except for the bugs and the problems that have arose from it, mm-hmm. like weird typos and all that. But like, They were just, like, cleaned-up visuals that keep the same sort of aesthetic. It does that. It looks like a PlayStation 2 game. (laughs) Like, uh, GTA 5 style control layout. Like I said, it's got that control layout. The controls still feel weird because they're games from 2002, but, you know, like, say what you will about that. Uh, I, I'm not giving Rockstar a pass for putting this out the door, but I'm just gonna say this is not a cyberpunk situation, folks.
1: Uh, just something about the fact of yeah, it looks like a PS2 game. <laughs> and it does. It looks like a PS2. It game. looks like what I remember
0: PS2 games looking like. That's the thing, and we talked about this. You were like, my opinion with remasters is they should they should make you feel like how you remember it looking like. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, they did that. In my head, this is probably how I thought these games looked because I do remember, I think, as a kid, saying, "Video games will never look as is as better than San Andreas." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, they did that. Yeah. Now you're like, I ah, was wrong. <laughs> It doesn't look like... I think the biggest thing is it doesn't look like a PS5 game. Or it doesn't look like GTA Five more specifically. Because I think that's what everyone wanted. And in reality, like, I would like that too. Did I ever expect them to do that? No. Because why would they make three games from the ground up when they could put that time into a new Grand Theft Auto that will make them way more money in the long run probably? Because they can then pump online microtransactions into that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make business sense for Rockstar to do that. Could they have cleaned this up a little bit more? Probably, if they did it in-house, but for some reason they went with the same studio that made the bad phone versions last time. Yeah. <laughs> give them give another shot. Basically, is what they said. Like, I don't know why, but they did.
1: Cheaper. That's exactly it. I think it's just a money thing. Yeah, and I mean... Like you said, they didn't lie in the press releases. They were pretty, they were like, eh, it's, it's you know,
0: you're, you're getting what you're getting. And and it's ev- cleaner visuals, but the same sort of aesthetics. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's it's GTA Five style control layout.
1: Okay, yeah. It does have the same layout as GTA Five, kind of. And they just, they banked on the name. They're like, they, we know that regardless of who does it or what, a remaster of, beloved gta series is going to sell well so we're going to give it to these guys because we've worked with them before we know they can get the job done and they're cheap so adios our teams are busy
0: it makes a hundred percent sense
1: we're figuring out the ball technology on red dead 3
0: i don't know red dead 3 i think is so far out even there's been there's been like uh, listings on linkedin that have leaked it kind Mm. of that they're working on it yeah so, it's coming, but it's not going to come until, like,
1: 2028. it come out around the same time as GTA 6. No, GTA 6 will come first. I, I'm i
0: I'm of the belief that GTA 6 is not as far away as we think it is.
1: I have a hard time believing that they would... and Until online shows signs of not well, that's making why them I th- enough th-
0: money. But I'm saying, I think that that's why... And here's where I put my conspiracy hat on, folks. Okay. Get out the string, folks. They're spinning out GTA Online into its own game this year. They did that with Red Dead Online, Mm -hmm. where you can just buy the executable separately for just online. They're doing that now with the newer versions that are coming out. There's going to be the expanded enhanced version that will have both online and the campaign for PS5 and Xbox Series X. But you can, assumingly for $20, because that's what Red Dead was priced at, Mm -hmm. you can buy just GTA Online. Free for PlayStation Plus subscribers. Sure. Is what it is. That's what they announced when they reannounced Grand Theft Auto Five again.
1: For the seventh time.
0: What I think is gonna happen for sixty dollars you can buy Grand Theft Auto Six and it will come with the campaign and all the bells and whistles that come with that. But I think once Grand Theft Auto Six comes out, the map is just gonna be slapped into GTA Online. You think they're going to try to make them compatible? Uh, like they'll keep assuming, GTA... Assuming, yeah. assuming it's not... I mean, it will probably visually upgrade because Red Dead 2 even looks better than GTA 5. But, like... Let's say the new expanded and enhanced version isn't far off from what they're going to do with 6. Mm-hmm. Let's say they moved it into whatever the newer version of the Rage engine is that was for Red Dead. Like, I, there's so much money in Grand Theft Auto Online. And I think if you even, even pulling a Destiny 2, where they just, like, they blew up the vault. You don't have any of your gear left. I think that would piss people off. 100%. The amount of, like, money that people spend on shark cards for cars and fucking planes and, and everything under the sun. That is, they are in a position right now where they're like, we can't just get rid of all that. Mm-hmm. We
1: can't just be like you're a new silent protagonist. Yeah, in and an you also world. can't pull them into a new, a new online game because they're gonna be like, no, I've spent hundreds of dollars on this one. I'm not going to the new one to do it again. And they could totally do a character transfer thing, but I still think
0: honestly, like people are gonna want to go back to Los Santos sometimes, mm-hmm. and that's why I think the cleanest thing that they can do to get people onboarded into online, which is the main thing they really care about. Yeah, they don't give a shit about single player like they'll make one because people expect a campaign but
1: it's they could get away with not doing one my money's would. on they would they would
0: <laughs> they would they totally would they would just it, like it was like I was saying to you the other day I was like why don't they keep why don't they add new things to the map of GTA online cuz that would keep people coming back mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I think they're going to do they their excuses we're making a whole new grand theft auto so this is this map is coming to online whether whether it's vice city or what fucking ever it is right but then you can spend $60 on the single player if you really want to and maybe get some bonuses in GTA Online, let's say. Like, you know, you get, like, $10 million or something like that. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is.
1: Campaign car or whatever.
0: Campaign car, you know, you get outfits, guns, special guns or something like Whatever the fuck it might be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's exactly what they're going to do. In 2027? No. I don't even think 2027, bro. I think it's, I think it's a 2024-2025 game. Do you realize? At the, l- I, I think 2024 at the l- at the. L- I, I'm optimistically saying 2023 at the earliest. I think 2025 at the latest.
1: You realize that GTA five would have been out for how long at that point? 10, ten over ten years? Over ten years because it came out 2013. So, ten to twelve so. years of G. That game lasted longer than a console generation, almost two. <laughs> It's lasted over three console generations, technically. What was the first console it came out on? 360. Oh, shit. You're right. It did come out on 360, didn't it? Yeah, and then they... it went to Xbox One. And now it's on... Xbox One X. Uh, Xbox Series X. Series X. Sorry. If you want to just go by
0: Xboxes, obviously it's on PlayStation 2. hmm But I don't think that I'm too far off in my belief. That sounds like it makes business sense to me. hmm I mean, don't get me wrong. If people come over with all their stuff they're less incentivized to buy shark cards at that point because they still have all their stockpile of money. But if you make this shit really expensive for the new map, now we're back to shark card money.
1: Well, it's the eighty twenty rule. You know, right. 80% of your sales come from 20% of your player base. That's true in almost every industry. It's, it's more true in video games, and that 20% is more like 10 to 15.
0: But even then, though, when the player base is so high on Grand Theft Auto, it doesn't really matter. You got a lot of whales. Especially, too, when I guarantee, oh, I mean, I even watched a video about this the other day. Like, take the most expensive plane in the game. I think it's like, well, I mean, at the time of the video being made, I think it was like $10 million. Mm. You have to buy it's like forty bucks worth of shark cards. No. Isn't it? You have to buy like a hundred and forty dollars worth of shark cards. Because a hundred dollars only gets you eight million.
1: That's insane.
0: And then there's not a two million dollar card, there's one point two five million for twenty
1: bucks. That's insane. No. Who in their right mind goes? I want to pay a hundred and forty dollars for a fictional ship. I called it a ship because we were just talking about cowboy. It's a fucking plane, bro. It's an airship. Can I tell you something I'm not proud of? Oh, don't tell me you bought it.
0: I bought a hundred dollar shark card one time to buy a yacht. A yacht that I've been on three times. Maybe, maybe five at the most. Never even used it as my apartment. And the thing is, that's almost a perfect example of real life. Because rich people buy yachts. And then don't use them? And then don't use them. So now the big moist just sits in the oceans of Los Santos. Unused for the most part. I have $1.2 billion right now, but that's because I used Cheat Engine on the PC version and got away with it.
1: So, I can just buy whatever I want now. That alone makes me think that they probably wouldn't want to combine them. Because anybody who's gotten... A, like, unless they do something well, to remove your money but not your items, but that's going to piss people off just They've as much. done that,
0: though, before. Have they? the 360 generation was really bad with hackers. Mm-hmm. Like, for money, at least. Like, there was, like, people with, like, $1 billion bounties on them and shit like that. Or, like, people just giving you money. And they completely, like, wiped everyone's money other than what they could really tell was, like, legitly made. Mm-hmm which they can tell based on jobs and stuff like that that you've completed. But like they they but they let you keep the stuff. Which they could totally do, I mean they could totally just do like another little queen clean sweep if they really wanted to. Yeah,
1: anybody whose money's too high wiped yeah. keep all your shit. Yeah. Which
0: would be annoying, but I guess it would be fine because I have pretty much everything in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Now that you're saying that, I'm getting scared and I'm about to go buy like 20 garages <laughs> just so that way I can just put all my cars in them. because <laughs> now you got me
1: scared thinking about that I that mean thing. if like that's the danger of any online system is that this isn't like an ex this isn't really like an expansion to an MMO kind of right. thing. What you're proposing is a second MMO being slapped onto, slapped the, first onto one. the first MMO. And from a logistical standpoint, that sounds like a nightmare. You're not wrong. But I
0: just, to me, that's what makes the most sense to me. Because I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, this sounds
1: like a boardroom argument. Like, the logistics guys are just like, no fucking way are we doing that. You're out of your mind. And the marketing guys are like, right, but we have to do that. Because it's the only way we don't piss off our entire player base. Right. And so neither side is going to win. Yeah. And
0: eventually we'll just get this weird middle ground where it's like you can just import your character into GTA 6 probably. Yeah. Like they did when they put out the next-gen versions last time.
1: My guess is that you're going to be able to import your character and probably select stuff. Like you probably won't be able to keep your apartments and shit because like they might not want to do an entire second map. Maybe they will, but... But I, I think, and this is the weird thing in my
0: head, right? I mean, obviously, they probably don't want to do that because then it just makes no logistical sense of why is every fucking city an island. Yeah. But, like, and there's no real, like, connective tissue that you can really do to connect two different coasts together without making the entirety of the United
1: States. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would literally, like, they'd have to do a loading zone where you drive into the tunnel and you pop out on the
0: other side of the United States. Right, yeah. Give you, like, a little fucking cutscene of you driving across country. Mm-hmm. But, like, they won't do that. So it will just be you fly between different cities if you do end up doing that. And, I mean, that's fine, I guess. But, like, again, that just leads to more questions than anything.
1: They have a Herculean task
0: of... But my my thing is always, though, with these, is I'm like, all these things are on the same engine. Mm-hmm. It's not as difficult as it would be to, like, say, throw... The original Vice City map into GTA Online, like that, would be an actual nightmare. An actual nightmare. Whereas, like you know, importing Liberty City and importing Los Santos into whatever GTA Six Online is is less of a Herculean task, I think.
1: I think pleasing the GTA community is going to be the largest Herculean
0: task. (laughs) pleasing the GTA community in general is a herculean task what uh, before you
1: even get real money involved in it cuz like I know there were people who were legitimately like I want 3 GTA 5s out of this remaster yeah that is exactly what this should be and if I'm like if this
0: isn't if this is anything less than that then Rockstar is lazy yeah. which Maybe they are in a, in a sense. Like, I, I, just, how are but you also a the, human? But also, there's the logistical aspects of like I, I read an interview with the producer of those games, and it makes a ton of sense the way he talks about it. They did mocap for those games. It's the the wireframes to the exaggerated proportions of the PS2 characters. So if you make them look like GTA V characters, suddenly their motion capture makes no fucking sense. You have to re-mocap everything. Exactly. And at that point, you're adding extra money onto it in that way. A lot of the sound, some of it was compressed, some of it they could find the original recording. So it's, the audio is kind of all over the place on some stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like also it's like you're not going to bring in those voice actors who probably maybe don't even sound the same anymore. To voice... To
1: re-voice those characters. Yep. So, even if you do want to... Like, let's say you keep the sound the same, but you re-mocap everything, you then have to reanimate because you can't just mocap and then slap it in the game. It has to be cleaned up by animators. Right. That's two whole new teams, and then, God forbid, if you want to update...
0: And then, at at that point, you're throwing it into the Rage Engine, which has, like, all this different stuff, like, Euphoria Physics and Ragdoll, which the originals did not have. Like, it, it. When you change one aspect, the dominoes start falling. Yep. And I get why... They didn't want all the dominoes
1: to fall on this. Yeah, I mean it's like I, I don't blame them for what they did. Um, it was the only way to make the game happen without spending like le- I. How much was GTA 5 again? Wasn't it like five hundred million dollars or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Or two hundred and fifty million dollars. I think the marketing was two fifty. The whole game was five hundred. I think.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So that makes sense because that game was more.
0: This game had barely any marketing, which is kind of a fun juxtaposition. <laughs> but if you make... Th- so imagine taking the budget of GTA five and multiplying it by three. Yep. It doesn't make business sense. It's not going to make
1: that much money. There's no online component to it. Nope. The only reason GTA recouped its on- its cost was... Oh, I mean, it sold a shit ton. It, it has now. How, what was the initial sales?
0: Just- it made a billion dollars in a day, Brad. Did it really? Yes. I thought it was... Oh. Or, or two days, maybe. I forget. I, I, I just remember within the first week, it had made over a billion dollars.
2: Really?
1: Of release, yeah. I might have been mixing that up with another game, because I remember that billion statistic, but I didn't think it was GTA that had it. No, it was GTA. I thought maybe it... I, must have, I might have mixed it up with Destiny. Actually, too. no.
0: I think it made a billion within two days. It made $800 million on the first day. Mm-hmm.
1: Which was already their entire budget, plus marketing, and more. Yeah. I mean, even if they decided that, like, hey, this makes financial sense, we might be able to turn a profit on three GTA fives uh, remasters. No. That game wouldn't have come out until 2042. And then at that point, it's like, wh- why, who cares? Yeah, we're on,
0: we are on. We finally got GTA six. You think I'm going to buy your fucking... Like, why do I want to play three old-ass games again? The only reason why this is fun is because it's a nice little nostalgia piece from 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. This is a stopgap between five and six. Yeah. We're like, we haven't put anything out GTA related that wasn't an online component in twelve years.
0: Right. This is literally a tied you over for the next couple years until the next one comes out. And because everyone's getting mad because there's no single player DLC for five, and they have no intentions of making it at this point. No. Why would they? They fucking promised it. I completely forgot about that. When they put what the, single player campaign? Yeah. When they put out the Xbox One and PS4 versions, they were like, and in 2014, get ready for uh, expansions to the story to continue with Michael, Trevor, and Franklin. Never happened. Nope. Haven't heard of it. Online went way too far for them, I think. And then at that point, that's when the shareholders come in and they go, or the the Take-Two people come in and they go, the shareholders are loving this money. Yeah. Let's keep that train going. Single-player DLC for us last time did not sell super well, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at cost to... Uh, cost to, uh, to, profit to profit ratio. And it's was like,
0: mm, let's- Because uh, that's a lot of people don't remember. Lost and damn bow Gay Tony, as great as they were, they did not sell super well. Yep. And that also could have had to do with the uh, initial Xbox 360 exclusivity.
1: And just think of all the shit they don't have to do for an online... Edition. But it's crazy,
0: though, because I feel like, at this point, there's the amount of work that has gone into, like, the cutscenes and story elements of that is basically the same as a whole new campaign expansion. I mean, mm-hmm. but I guess it, th- I guess what I'm not thinking about it, the fact is, is that a lot of those newer ones, you need to buy, like, some base or a fucking submarine that is, like, $15 million, and then you need to buy shark cards to get to that because if you just try to do it by playing the game regularly, it's grindy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, like that's why that's, that's I just answered my own fucking question yeah <laughs> I asked the question and answered it in one sentence because it's like why would they put all this work into the, the online cutscenes cause, and they you, could, fuckers cause you fuckers are bankrolling it cause fuckers are bankrolling it if I could get every 12 year old in America to stop buying shark cards <laughs> I would so that way I could at least get a new GTA or something
1: don't worry they're gonna sell another 100 million worth over Christmas cause every 12 year old is gonna get it in their stocking yeah, but I mean that—that's just stupid. Parents the new ones coming
0: soon. You yeah. to march? The real question, Brad, is: Am I going to be tempted to buy it for an eighth time, for whatever? I can't even remember how many copies I bought. This is what well on the show. On you won't buy it immediately, but at some point you will. Probably when it goes on sale. Yeah. Like, I'll get it when in, like, two months after
1: when it's, like, $30. Yeah, either me. you'll hit a slump in gaming where you're, but, like...
0: But then my thing is, I'm like, I have the PC version. It's going to be the same exact thing as that. Mm. You know what I mean? Basically identical. Basically identical. It would have all the details in 60 frames per second of the PC version. And that's it. Yep. Yeah. Folks, that's the sad state of the world that we live in. Halo's good, but everything else sucks. Ah, just the way I wanted it. And you know what folks? I can live with it. Sex is temporary, but Halo is infinite. Wait, I meant to ask you what you think about NFTs, if you can get it out real quick. Uh
1: one of the worst things that to happened. To, yeah? You know? Yeah. Like I want you to imagine that um if you wanna buy a copy of a JPEG, and in doing so somebody will promise to burn an undiscriminate amount of the Amazon rainforest. To right. prove that you've done so <laughs> um, and then somebody else can go and copy the exact same thing without burning down the Amazon rainforest that but is what NFTs are they're the uh, a, a fucking horrible thing
0: yeah. Molly has a couple of NFTs
2: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: yeah a pair of nice fucking tits